you are, are, are both incredible fathers, both incredible husbands, and you're both the only man in the house. Okay. <laughs> what is that like? <laughs> and I've always thought about that. Like, what is that really, really like? Gresham, uh, his his resume is long. <laughs> it is long. It is extensive, um, and he has you know the background and everything just to to back up who he is. But the one thing I really wanted to focus on is that he is an incredible dad. Uh, is a, a phenomenal dad and has two beautiful daughters. Uh, and then we have also. Uh, Mr. Kelvin Coleman, and this gentleman is uh, one of the, the the few gentlemen who I really thoroughly enjoy talking to all the time. <laughs> uh, we have been friends, man. I can't even. But uh, is this coming up on two it's decades? Been a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. we're coming with the past two, two decades, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's coming been, up on uh, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, look, you started oh, yeah. to add it up. So you started to add up those numbers. I know, man. <laughs> this, this is crazy. But yeah, it's yeah, I mean, okay. uh, um, amongst the three of us on this call. Um, like I said, there, there's close to uh, sixty years of of, of relationships, and oh. I, I'm just I'm just thoroughly uh, happy that. Uh, you guys are here. So, Durant, I want just to ask you just to start out, uh, you know, a little bit about you and then just a little uh, a bit about uh, your girls. How do you feel about them? What do you like about them? That kind of thing. Sure, sure. At first, it's a pleasure to be here, man. You know, I'm glad that you created this space. This is this is the new lounge. You know what I mean? This is, yeah. <laughs> this is a new lounge for folks. That, you know, we used to sit, you know, sit around someplace <laughs> in D.C., maybe on a rooftop, you know, and, and, and might see each other or go to each other's houses. But now you have to recreate that space. Uh, I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia. I'm a I'm an educator by trade. I'm a proud Wahoo, so I went to UVA. So that means I'm oh, sad no. right now because we we got bounced out of the tournament. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> another, <laughs> another year of sadness, an early exit out of it. That just means that now, now I'm not watching it all. I'm not really a college basketball fan. I'm a UVA basketball fan. We play right, right. the Scottish, right? So um, I, my, my wife and I, Colette, I met her at UVA. She's one, she was one year above me. Uh, and... Um, this year, it'll be 22 years of marriage, my man. 22 years in the summertime of this year. I think that's the same as you and Paul, am I right? We're, we're 23. We're 23, so you guys yep. got us by one, right? So, yep. so you're talking about that. And I got two gorgeous girls, Madison, who is 12 years old. She's starting her her sixth grade year at Georgetown Day School. So in case I in case I have to call you for some money, you know why. Uh-huh, <laughs> I know. And Nina, mm-hmm. and Nina who is uh, <laughs> eight years old, going on 25 years old, so mm-hmm. pray for me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and, and they couldn't be more different, just like Colette and I are different. You know, yeah. my wife isn't my wife is an uh, introvert. You know, she gets her energy from herself. She can do extrovert, extroverted stuff, but then she has to go uh, on the weekends and watch some crime shows and get away from <laughs> me. I'm an extrovert. Man. I got my feet up on the couch. I want to go to I want to go and uh, hang out with my boys, you know, on the weekend yeah. or something like that. So our kids are just like that. Madison has got that introverted energy. 
Uh, Nina's got that. Uh, Nina's got that extroverted energy. Nice. Uh, so that means they experience schools differently. Yeah. They experience COVID differently. Yeah. This this thing for Madison was a soft launch for her. So in a way, it was a blessing, mm-hmm. you know, because she was able to do school in her own way. Being mm-hmm. a brand new kid, being a brown girl with, with curly hair, yeah. and, you know, at a, at a new place, but she was able to to do it in her own way. Meet a couple friends so that when she goes back in the world re, uh, reopens, then she can do it her own way. Nina misses the 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 elements of school that are social. You yeah. Know? So it just means that we all we're all interacting differently with the world. I take I tell my wife I say we're all going crazy. It's just a matter of how of what of what your version of crazy is. Exactly. Version, Nina version of crazy because she is the she is the heartbeat of the house. Wears a heart on the sleeve. So if a, if a teacher doesn't like her work, she might be crying. My version of crazy I got to get out of the house and I got to go someplace. Right. You know, Cole's a workaholic. You know, Cole um, and Madison lives in their technology. So we're all all losing it in different ways right. in this crazy pandemic. Yeah. But this helps. This helps <laughs> connecting with connecting with you guys helps you kind of get out a little bit. I appreciate that, man. That's awesome. Sure, absolutely. Awesome. And Kelvin, how about you, man? The same question. Talk about yourself and about your girls. Yeah, I, I like Duran. Really great to be here, Dijon. Thank you very much uh, for, you know, this space, man. Um, yeah, I, I grew up in uh, you know, rural South Carolina, as we've talked about, uh, Dijon, and, and certainly, um, yeah, made my way here to D.C. after undergrad and 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 been primarily here ever since stops in chicago miami australian fiji right uh which is really great uh two two daughters a a senior at the national cathedral school as well as um a sixth grader at national presbyterian Uh, thank you very much dijon you and paula (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and she'll be attending uh national cathedral next year and and just to go ahead and get out of the way i will tell the audience that i i i I say that a bit in just thank you paul and dijon but it really is because of the two of you that my girls are um in in independent school today and that we are so involved you know my wife and i and and i think uh duran i think you said your wife's name's colette yeah that's right colette yeah well that's that's another coincidence my wife is colette really uh you know yeah and i i i i I, I trust it's two different colettes yeah, right, right. You know, like, oh, where were you Tuesday? Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Where's your wife? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, but at any rate, Dijon, really uh, great to be with you, uh, man. And, and yeah, I couldn't be more grateful to God for you and, and your wife and, and your two sons. Oh, I appreciate that. Brother. Oh, wait, did I, did I talk about Dorsey? Yeah, I, I talked about my younger one, right? You got them all in there, man. You got them all in Absolutely. There. You are, are, are both incredible fathers, both incredible husbands, and you're both the only man in the house. Okay. <laughs> what is that like? <laughs> and I've always thought about that. Like, what is that really, really like? You know, um, you know, it's, it's a, uh, a a very exciting experience because you you never exactly know what you're going to get, and by that what I mean is you know, my general nature as a man, 
um, I, I tend to do things differently uh, than, than my wife and, and certainly my, my daughters. There's a generational gap there. I mean, on the one hand, because of my daughters and because of being the only man in the house, I can exfoliate my facial T-zone with cold, <laughs> non-carbureted water with the best of them. Right? Uh, so, you know, so my skin tone regimen is uh, strong. Exactly. <laughs> you know? uh, and so, you know, you, you, you get that, that type of thing. But at the, at, at the same time, um, you know, understanding, uh, you know, when I'm maybe sitting down looking at the game and getting someone to be interested in, in looking at it with me mm-hmm. and explaining the nuances of the game, perhaps it's not there, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's not necessarily a binary experience or, or sort of, you know, is it good or bad? Um, it just is what it is. And, and it always provides for, an extraordinarily, uh, you know, enlightening time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my, my, man, listen, yeah. I like to say my, my life is a brown-skinned Disney movie, man. You know, <laughs> it really is. It's a brown-skinned Disney, Disney film. You know, just having uh, the, the energy that girls have, uh, they, mm. they, rare, they rarely fight. You don't see mm. them roughhousing a lot. Um, mm. They're more into their own worlds. Play is important to them. Pretending, putting on a, putting, a, if I give them the selfie stick in the camera, they'll take a photo shoot or something like that. Right. Uh, of course, there's tons of nails and things that are done, but I'm, I mean, truly, I'm talking about my daughter walks around in a unicorn outfit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's what her, that's what her pajamas look <laughs> like. Wow. So that's a whole different level of existence that is hard to come down, you know, with a, you know, with a, school face, you know, you know, and you're getting your, and looking at your daughter and she's dressed like a unicorn, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just different <laughs> energy, man. You know, um, my, my, I'm, I'm, I'm with my, I think about it like this, you know, I've always wanted my kids to be like my wife, right? So that's what you're trying to do. You know, you're trying to, you, you got these kids that are like, you're looking at the, a small version of a combination of her and yourself, you mm-hmm. know? So that's the energy that's in this house. It's the energy, wow. it's the, it's the energy of my, my, my wife and I. And I always thought that I wanted boys until I had girls. Got these girls, and now all of a sudden, you know, we're doing pedicures and <laughs> watching movies. And- <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, like, so even with that, so I'm, and I'm curious, even piggybacking off of what you're saying, do you feel like, again, being this man, being this male figure in the house, do you feel the need to be... Uh, tougher or do you feel like oftentimes like your girls and your wife and girls for that matter quote soften you tougher tougher is the wrong word it's not it's not a matter of being tougher it's a matter of being explicit I I can for instance I might be uh, upstairs and maybe I'm watching something on Facebook or Twitter or something like that and Mm -hmm. you know you're seeing seeing some wild things that are on the internet so you go downstairs and you say to to your daughter just out the blue hey baby respect yourself you know like that's that's not tough it's just explicit right Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, going outside before I was before I was on here with you guys we were outside and we were doing chess passes chess passes and, and bounce passes with each other so just think about you go from from uh, valuing poetry and talking about what's going on in your school and social emotional learning to mm-hmm. chess passes mm-hmm. to value yourself, you know, mm-hmm. young girl, you know, don't don't date anybody. Your mom mom and I, mom and I might be having a conversation, and the kids are there and they're kind of listening. They're in the kitchen, so it's not a matter of being tough, but it's a matter of just finding the finding those little 
moments where you can kind of teach those little teachable moments to your kids. Yeah. But it's not, it's not tough. It's not, I wouldn't say it's being tougher on them, but it's just trying to get them ready for a modern world that is cruel to modern women. Right. And how are you going to do, how are you going to do that? How are you going to get your little baby girls ready for a modern world? That's not always so kind to modern women. So I think you're always looking for those teachable moments. Mm -hmm. And because they're, and because they are young ladies, the language is also different. We are men. So I'm a circle that I'm a circle in an arrow. I want to fix everything around, around you from the door to your problems. I'm not maternal. Right. I just want to fix it. But they need to they they need that they need to be heard and validated. So that means that for my for my oldest daughter is playing games through gameplay. She may open up a little bit because she's a tween. They live in their own world. Right. right? So it's not about being harsh, though. It's more so about I need to be bilingual. I need to speak your language. Right. right? And and which is more of I need to hear you a little bit. You know, we right. lay around and watch a movie and, and then talk. Right. So it's a, little, it's a little different, a little different. I, I want to piggy off of that one too, Kelvin, because of course, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> Duran has a sixth grader. He has a, 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 an eight-year-old. You have a tween. Or teen, yeah. and then a young lady who is about to head off to college. Oh yeah, that's definitely. So the, you know the the, yeah. the dynamics can possibly be the you know a lot different. They might be the same. Like how would you? How do you? How does that work in your household with your relationship between the two of them? Because now you've got you've got two. I won't say huge age gaps, but you've got you've got a you've got mm-hmm. an age gap mm-hmm. there. Um, maturity level differences. How how does that rock with you? Yeah, I, it keeps things interesting, uh, Dijon. I, I, I certainly, with the 18-year-old, I'm talking to another adult, right? And those generally are, these days, how our conversations go. Um, it, it's, you know, and, and very proud of the way she's matured and, and what she's um, yeah, capable of these days. And so I, I, I rather enjoy those conversations with her uh, these days. We've had some fascinating conversations about um, yeah, uh, yeah, social justice or social injustice yeah. and, and certainly uh, the, you know, things centered around COVID, the government, uh, yeah, a, a number of things that I really thoroughly enjoy getting her perspective from and and the you know what i get the sort of collateral from her perspective is is to her sister um who is six years younger but is able to sort of pick up what she can from her and so now i get another level of maturity from the the 12 year old um and so i i I must admit you know why it's not a you know no one's perfect right no family uh i really do enjoy just the conversations. And I think, you know, Duran hit it when he said, you know, you, you, you probably do a lot more talking uh, with daughters. Yeah, you, do. Um, you, you, you know, you, you do a lot more conversating, a lot more sort of thoroughly breaking down things, um, uh, you know, in, in a very itemized way. Right. And, you know, I, I would perhaps with my nephew talk about a paragraph with my daughters, I would talk about each sentence within that paragraph right. um, and, and how it relates to the other. Right. 
Right. Dijon, right. you ever play, you ever played those old school games, you know, like the little, you know, Sega games, the little fighting games and things like mm-hmm. that. You mm-hmm. only get so far from just mashing the buttons. You know what I mean? Right. Eventually right. you gotta learn how to do the leg sweep. You gotta learn how to shoot some ice from your fingers. <laughs> you gotta learn the buttons and the functionality. That's what it's like being around a house full of a, a, a woman and young women. You know what I mean? You, gotta, you, gotta, you can't just mash the buttons. You can't just hammer everything. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to finesse the buttons. How am I going to get you to open up? Because the way what works for you doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. You know what we play? We play, um, we play, uh, it's not true truths and a lie. But it's one of those games where you talk about like, I never or something like that. I never. Okay, like, would you I, ever? Yeah, what, yeah what, what's, what is yeah. it called? Would you ever? I think, it, I think it's, uh, I never. would you rather? Would you rather? Okay, yeah. so we play things like that. Like, would you mm-hmm. rather? Mm-hmm. And and I never. Where we talk about like, okay, I never uh, spat at, um, you know, got so mad that I spat at a, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Things like it, it's funny how games like that. The kids love to play that because it allows them to a- answer questions that are wild and out there. Mm-hmm. But then from there it becomes <laughs> what conversation. And and the thing is this: you want. I want to I want to produce girls that are going to turn into young ladies going to turn into women that already have themselves intact. That's not going to come from a hammer strategy. Right. I want I want your allegiance. I want to know how you feel about this. Not not doing it because daddy said. How long do you think that's going to last? That's going to last until you get to college, right? right? So I want to get into your thought process, which is which is not always a hammer. Gotcha. Gotcha. This conversation that we're having in the new lounge, as Duran would call it, is really, really good. So before we go on, let's have a word from our sponsors. The Renew and Revitalize Marriage and Family Institute is a nonprofit 501c3 organization that provides services to marriages, families, youth, and adults. Their mission is to educate, encourage, and empower couples and families to be functional, fruitful, and fulfilled in their relationships. They offer marriage counseling, conferences, premarital, and family counseling sessions, train-the-trainer workshops, and child and family empowerment programs. With over 40 years of experience between the founders, their goal is to reduce the divorce rate, reduce child abuse and neglect, and increase the number of healthy marriages and families. Go to renewandrevitalize.org for further information. Again, that is renewandrevitalize.org. Welcome back. Uh, we are talking with Dr. Gresham and Kelvin Coleman uh, and just having a fantastic conversation. 
And as our chat in the, (laughs) I love this phrase, in the lounge continues, the question went to, should we as fathers, should we strive to be their father or their friend? Let's take a listen. My own boys, um, a lot of our conversation now, you know, happens at the dinner table. Um, Would would you would you say that for you and and I've heard this before, so this is the reason I'm asking this. Would you say that you are trying to eventually be their father or friend or both? Hmm. And the reason yeah. I have that, like, uh, yeah. like Kelvin, you yeah you got you have an adult in your house. Yeah, you take you take yeah. Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> This is perhaps for me is like the the are you tougher are you soft you know uh, I, I don't think it's a binary issue so I don't think it's a binary answer right in terms of friend or dad um, I really think it 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 depends on the scenario right I want to I, I strive to be what they need at that any given moment um, you know and, and and obviously it's mostly dad right uh, very little friend in there per se. Uh, but but certainly she just needs someone to listen to, not so much dad. And and my wife reminds me of that uh, sometimes. I, I think, you know, Duran said something absolutely compelling earlier when he said, you know, you know, uh, my nature is to sort of fix it, right? And to right. say, where's the problem? Let me fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and oftentimes, you know, my daughters, uh, they don't want to fix it. They just want dad to listen, right. to listen more so- like a friend and not try to fix it like a dad. So, uh, so again, I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the friend or dad. I, I think I strive to be what they need at any given moment. Yeah, yeah. Do they ever do yeah. they ever ask you that? Like, dad, don't try to fix this, just listen. Just listen. Do they ever yeah, ask? yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe not in those exact words. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, the, but the look. Yeah, <laughs> I'm quite sure Duran gets it as well. The look, and, and I wonder know, if that like, changes okay. over time because Kelvin's, you know, Kelvin's daughter is older, so I mm-hmm. wonder if that, you know, that stance changes over time. Right now, my, right now, my stance because my kids are so much younger. No, I don't want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. My friends, mm-hmm. my friends play spades mm-hmm. and know how to count books and <laughs> and, 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 and cheer for UVA, uh, UVA football and basketball. Those are those are my friends, right? I, I'm I'm your father. Like the buck stops here. I want to be an authority figure, but I also want to be um, soft enough because we skirted around that when you asked, you like, have you softer? Uh, you know, I want to be soft enough that I can exist around this much feminine energy. Mm-hmm. A young mm-hmm. girl, just think about, just think about those, think about the circles, think about the signs, uh, the, the 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 circle and the arrow for the man, the the cross and the circle for the woman. Like women, they need to be validated. Will you hear me? I need you to hear me. Right. So that so uh, but even within that, I want to be I want to be their father. I'm a father figure, um, but I want to also uh, be able to hear you. Now, here is the part in our conversation that completely made me realize that men and fathers need to talk with other men and other fathers because The conversation went from one dynamic and propelled up to another one with one simple question. And I'm not too sure 
if I was fully prepared for it. But it was a great conversation. Let's take a listen. And you guys can tell me if this is the case. Are you anything like your wife's father? Are you anything like your wife's father? For any, and this is for anybody who, uh, uh, in the spirit of transparency, it's for anybody who says that you married your father. Mm-hmm. So just, I, I know you're asking the question, but I got to answer that. Ask that. Oh one. no, I appreciate that one. Are you? You know, Duran. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, Kevin. go ahead, Dijon. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I am. Okay. Um. Like Paula's Paula's dad is outright hilarious, uh, fun <laughs> to be around. Come on, you just get your name and yourself. You just no. this is all you. Hey, but he, you, mm, he is, he's extremely unique, and in the sense of, and and I've told I've told Paula this and others. I said that, that you know there's a general um, you know uh, amount of people that you meet in in your course of your lifetime which generally are like along the same wavelength, generally on the mm. same wavelength. There, there are three people who I know that are just like outliers. Okay. He's one of those. And mm. so, you know, I, I, I look at, you know, I look at how he treats Paula and, and how he loves Paula. And then I look at myself and I think, I think there are certain qualities that we share. And then there are certain qualities that we just don't. Okay. Um, and so, so you're not so you're not spitting image, but you got some qualities. I think that there are some. I think, like right. I said, I think I love talking to Paula. He loves talking to Paula. Okay. Um, I'm gonna leave it right there. All right. What about you? What about you? What about you, Kelvin? I want to see. I want to see if my theory sound. Kelvin, what about you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I'd probably have to track along with his own right now. Obviously, there are probably some things that I could say. Duran, but it's it, 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 that would probably be, you know, like a horoscope, right? Any day you're like, oh, yeah, that's true. Um, when it sort of generally applies, uh, my father-in-law, my wife is Jamaican. Uh, so my father-in-law is, is Jamaican. And so already, right, there's a difference there in, in sort of outlook. He's, you know, extraordinarily deductive in his thinking. I'm yeah. inductive, you know, and, and, and so we have some things that separate us. And, but like Dijon said, I wouldn't trade my father-in-law for anything in the world. Absolute fabulous man, uh, but but we are different. Uh, I think in probably more ways than we are like. The reason I'm asking that is because I think that for for um, many women, and I, and I don't want mm-hmm. to over, I don't want to overstate this. But I right. think for many mm-hmm. women, you're looking you're looking for what was in your father or what wasn't in mm-hmm. your father. Right. I think, but mm-hmm. I think that that mm-hmm. key figure. I think that key figure, uh, either either who he was or who he wasn't, affects then who mm. you become as a woman. Right. And chances are, if you had a good father, you certainly don't want less than what your father did. Right. And we hear that all the time. My father could have did such and such, right? So that's the indication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think you're looking for what your father was or your father wasn't. And mm-hmm. and the reason I mention that is because that's what when I think about my daughters, I think about I, what's what's their model of manhood right now in their lives. It's me. More than any teacher than they have, it's daddy. So everything from whether or not daddy puts lotion on his ashy legs or not, all that stuff, right? This is, they're they're going to either run to who their father was or who their father wasn't. Now, once you know that, then that influences the man that you try to be. 
right? Imperfect as we are, right? Mm-hmm. Imperfect as we are, right? That influences a little bit more because now you realize they're watching me. They're watching me to see my notions of love, whether or not mommy and daddy kiss, how close we are, what movies we watch, how we talk about hip hop. All that stuff is going to influence who they become as young ladies. I have had so much fun with these two gentlemen. Uh, they are incredible fathers and their insight into how to raise girls uh, has been incredible. I'm learning so much and I don't even have girls, but I hope that you are enjoying it and that you are finding yourself in these conversations. Stay tuned for the second episode coming soon to you. Make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at No Off Season for Dads. That's N-O-S, the number four, dads. Listen, fund us, enjoy, and share us with other fathers and even mothers as well. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.